This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast and we love to shine a spotlight on many of the great artists, many of the classic artists with the guitar player Kel. This week it was the Queen of Soul. It doesn't come any better than Aretha Franklin. Enjoy the music and all the information that Kel has got in his head about uh, the amazing musicians that we talk about. And don't forget to join us live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome into the show uh, once again, if you have just joined us. And it's great to welcome back uh, guitar player Kel, who's uh, been away for a couple of weeks. But it's great to see you again, Kel. How are you doing? I'm good. It's lovely to be back. Happy Thursday. Yeah. Right then. We are shining the spotlight this week, as we often do, either on a classic album or a classic artist. And they don't come much bigger than uh, this lady this week. Uh, the Queen of Soul. Yeah, the one and only Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin, um, one of the all-time greats, of course, often regarded as perhaps Perhaps one of the best singers ever, really. Um, started out, of course, uh, way, way back in time as a young gospel singer. Yeah, and I think it kind of goes back to that time where that was a huge part of the community. And, and anyone that kind of goes through gospel, the, the the musicianship from the singers to the players is, is just phenomenal. But yeah, I think even yeah. the early doors, she was recognised as someone a little bit special. So she kind of started off there, um, she, and then she was signed when she was 18. So in 1961, she signed for Columbia, and then she released nine albums. But it, they weren't really massively commercial successes. It was only when she moved to Atlantic Records in 66 and uh, that she started having all of her hits. But in terms of her voice, I think she's absolutely unparalleled. And you, anybody that speaks about her, especially like modern artists like Alicia Keys, you can see where their mm, influences yeah. come from. Yeah. But it's just effortless beauty, rich tone. It just just gives you goosebumps every time you hear her. It does. Um, just looking at a few stats, 112 charted singles on uh, the uh, Billboard chart, 73 Hot 100 entries, 17 top 10 pop singles, 100 R&B entries, and 20 number one R&B singles. It's <laughs> yeah. not bad going, is it? No. Uh, let's get started with um, something from the early days of uh, Aretha Franklin. Rock Steady, what do we know about this tune? Oh, it's a great song. I remember I used to play this in a, in a funk band back in the day, and... Uh, so this was this was this came out in 1971, and it was one of the songs that, that was written by her as well. Um, and also, she puts props to Donny Hathaway because he, oh, he paid the kind of the key label, uh, keyboard line on this. And it's also really well known within drummer circles because you, you've got a drummer called Bernard Purdy who plays on this. And this is cited; it's got like a really cool drum break in the middle of it. So all drummers know this song and, and know this break. And it's just a real. She's very much known for her ballads, but this is just such a classy funky upbeat track and uh, yeah one of my favorites
Oh yeah, that's right in the pocket, isn't it? A really good groove. I bet it's great to play, uh, Cal. It's so much fun, and especially if you're you're with a drummer who can really kind of cop that feel. You just you just sit on it, and then it just allows the singer just to kind of float on their own. And uh, yeah, it's a real. It's just it's just so much fun to play. It's just such a funky track. Always goes down really really well. Now, um, of course, famously Aretha Franklin at um, quite an early stage in her career went to the Muscle Shoals um, studio, yeah. which was famous for recording uh, the big soul singers. Of course, yeah. when a man loves a woman the percy sledge was recorded there yeah there was a lot and it's still and it's still going today so which is which is really really good to see and i think this is part of the transition so when she signed to atlantic then they put her in that studio with those sets of musicians and there's certain studios that just have a feel and a vibe about them yeah muscle shoals is definitely one of those places and arguably some of her best work was was recorded there yeah one of them being uh, do right woman do right man what do we know about this tune yeah so this this came off the first album when she'd signed to atlantic and kind of this was really the spring ball to kind of really hit the commercial success that she did so yeah this was recorded at muscle shoals it was recorded in a couple of a couple of different times so mm. the, the early sessions went there and then the second part also featured her sisters which was Caroline Emma as well as Sissy Houston which kind of helped out and then she just kind of went and sat at the piano literally and law has it that she just did it in one take which was uh, which was incredible, and it's been covered by people like Cher, Joan Baez, Zeta James, Joe Cocker, and Whitney Houston. But I think this is that such a standout signature track, and just shows off a beautiful, gorgeous voice. Take me to heart, and I'll always love you. Nobody can make me do wrong Take me for granted Leaving love unsure Makes willpower weak And temptation strong understand She's not just a plaything She's flesh and blood just like a man If you wanna do Well, the 
is some song really showing off the beauty of um, Aretha Franklin's voice. And it's um, a song that's been covered as well. Cher's done it. Etta James, Willie Nelson, Joe Cocker, and even Whitney has uh, recorded that song. Yeah, I think it's uh, one of her many, like, kind of soul, it, uh, just soul classics. So when people go into that realm, there's probably uh, most of the songs that we'll play tonight are just... Whenever you go into a new style, there's certain songs which you, you have to learn that always gets played. The majority of hers does, and this really shows you have to be a real proper singer to be able to carry it, because it's not it's not just her singing, it's just the way she pulls the whole instruments together. They're kind of almost there in the background, but she's kind of massively pulling it forward. So it's a real showcase mm. for a singer, but also the singer has to be good to be able to really get away with that. Exactly, and has to be good to uh, keep those musicians, those session guys at Muscle Shoals Studios <laughs> under control. <laughs> uh, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about the movies as well uh, of Aretha Franklin and, of course, famously um, another fabulous singer who took on the role of Aretha in the movie Respect. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, we are shining the spotlight on a certain Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. Um, of course, well known for her music, but also mm. has done quite a bit with the movies as she, well. She has actually, yeah. And it was quite interesting kind of researching her because you kind of forget these things. And um, I remember the one that she was in, The Blues Brothers. Yeah. Uh, and this was great because this was, um, she was married to Matt Guitar Murphy and uh, and it was a scene where she's she's running the soul food restaurant. They've uh, Jake and Elwood Blues have come to find him to start the band up again, okay. and she's like, "Don't do it, better think." Um, <laughs> so, and then there was a wonderful documentary which was called Amazing Grace, which was showing the recording of uh, 1972 gospel album Amazing Grace, and that was just stunning seeing how she worked, just sitting there with the piano. And uh, and the the choir and the orchestra behind her. It's a real kind of behind the scenes scene, but again, it was just so pure and natural. And uh, and of course, respect. Yeah, respect. When that came out a couple of years ago, now um, I was lucky enough to get to interview Jennifer Hudson. Uh, the lady who, you know, yeah. stood into the shoes or went, went to portray Aretha Franklin. I mean, I don't think there's many that could have pulled it off, um, really. And I asked Jennifer Hudson a little bit about what it was like, you know, and stepping into those uh, shoes of uh, the Queen of Soul. You can't just get up one morning and say you're going to be Aretha Franklin. <laughs> I, let me say, I am still... I say she put me in back in music school. It's a piano right here. I get up and I get on it every day. Yeah. Trying to still get my Aretha, like just the increment, because who you it's a gift. You you're not gonna that she was born that way. You can't yeah. learn it. It cannot be taught. Okay. It's a gift. What are some of the most demanding songs out of the catalogue of uh, Aretha? You know, we all know the big hits, and I know you chose one, of course, to sing uh, for your audition on American Idol. What are some of the the most difficult songs to sing, would you say? Okay, first of all, I'm going to answer this question as a fan. Not the actor, but as a fan. So with that being said, all of them. Mostly because each and every one is iconic and is dear to us all in a universal way. And when you are given something like that as a fan, everything is on a whole nother level of a skill to, and, and, and as for me, like you want to hold on to when something is that great, what else is, what in the world could I possibly <laughs> do at all with this? I felt that way about them all, but the song that stunned me the most 
was respect. When I realized, like, wait, I get to sing respect. This this song is it's one of the world's most iconic songs ever. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that one right there was the one that just where I said, I'm sorry, but y'all gonna have to give me a minute. <laughs> there we are then, Jennifer Hudson, talking about stepping into the shoes of Aretha Franklin and just loving this tune. Well, we just heard, of course, from uh, Jennifer Hudson, who took on the role of Aretha Franklin in that movie, Respects, and she reckons that that is the song from uh, Aretha's catalogue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a great song, isn't it? Yeah. And again, it just it, it, the whole energy of her really, really comes through in this song. And it's I was kind of listening listening to it a bit deeper there, and like the arrangement is just so spot on. It's kind of very sparse, but it really drives a groove, and it really sits with her with her vocal so well. And uh, yeah, so this came out in 1967, and it was from an album I never loved, uh, "A Man Away," that I love you. And Otis Redding originally recorded wow, this. Wow, amazing! And uh, and she kind of heard it and went right. I, I want to have a go at that. Yeah, I'll have <laughs> a piece then, of that. Yeah, and then kind of made it her own. Now, the following year, 1968, she recorded, which is probably my favourite Aretha Franklin yeah. song, uh, a tune that was written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David, uh, uh, originally written for uh, for Dionne Warwick. But, um, of course, uh, I'm sure she probably heard that and thought, I want a piece of that tune as well. Yeah, she did. Well, it's interesting how this one came about because it... it when she, she brought it out in 1968, the Dion uh, Warwick version had been out six months before. Now, she was working with Burt Bacharach on her 68 album, Aretha Now. And as the story goes, that her and her sisters were just in the rehearsal room. And because the song had just come out and they loved it, they were just playing around with it in rehearsal. And Bacharach kind of went, that sounds pretty good. Let's record it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all done in one take. And uh, again, one of her signature beautiful, beautiful piece of music.
Oh yeah, Aretha Franklin with uh, her version of Burt Bacharach and uh, Hal Davis. I say a little prayer. Thank you for your message, Finn. I say a little prayer is just the best. I agree. And Finn, thanks for putting me on to um, that, uh, that, I don't know if it's a documentary, I'm guessing it is, um, on Netflix, which I promise I'm going to watch tomorrow. The Greatest Night in Pop, The Untold Story Behind We Are The World. I cannot wait to watch that, Finn. Thanks for uh, flagging that up for me. We're going to come back with more music from the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Welcome back. Guitarist Kel has joined me on the show once again, and together we are shining the spotlight on um, Aretha Franklin and her wonderful, wonderful library of, of music. And I think, it, you know, if you think of Aretha Franklin and you think of a song, along with respect, mm. this next one is probably the most famous, I would think. It, it really is. And I think for me, it, it's it's my, my favourite Aretha song. It's just got everything. It's got so much emotion and power behind it, the simplicity and 
what she puts into it is second to none. And there's the famous um, clip on uh, which you can get on YouTube where she sung it in front of um, the Obama, the, uh, the Obamas, Obama, and he's, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's welling up. And I, I was watching it yesterday, and I just had like massive goosebumps everywhere. And um, yeah, she, you, she has a big fur coat, doesn't she? She's a proper diva, walks, as she yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. And with a handbag. Apparently, there's a story about that handbag <laughs> that, um, you know, she carried that around. And if she didn't get paid before the gig, she wasn't going on. And the money went straight into that handbag. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was probably like that back in the day as well, mm, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to cross that. I think she probably invented the word diva. But could actually really back it up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, backing it up with tunes like this. Looking out on the morning rain, I used to feel so uninspired. And when I knew I had to face another day. piece of music i must watch that clip again of uh, when she sings it for uh, right. barack obama it's uh, an amazing moment and uh, you make me feel like a natural woman that was uh, back in 1967 we're going to come up to the 1980s next yeah cause she kind of sort of disappeared for a little bit and then this was really kind of her coming back into with a more modern sound and uh, and she wrote this with songwriter Preston Glass and also produced by Narada Michael Walden yeah who who did a, a lot of stuff so this was um 
And interesting enough, Preston Glass, he was also writing a song called How Will I Know for a young up-and-coming Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston <laughs> at the time. So, yeah, so it's kind of got that 80s feel, but it's really nice to hear that tone of a voice because you automatically sit it in with that kind of 60s, 70s vibe. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this, this track is uh, Who's Zooming Who? with her more 1980s groove with uh, Who's Zooming Who. She also did The Freeway of Love, of course, and a very, very famous uh, duet. Yeah, and I think this is probably one of her most known modern songs. And, and what, a great mi- what a great mix of voices as well. So this was, uh, this was with George Michael, who admitted to be really, really nervous when he was doing this. <laughs> I bet I, he was. Yeah. I can imagine that he was. But she'd heard his voice and said to Clive Davis... I re- that kid's got something about the tone in his voice, which of course he had. Yeah, and I think this is one of uh, one of the greatest songs of the eighties, actually. And uh, yeah, I knew we were waiting. Uh, written by Simon Climey and Dennis Morgan. Here it is: George Michael, Aretha Franklin.
Credit to George Michael there. He might have been nervous, but he certainly <laughs> held his own with Aretha Franklin, didn't he? Eh? He really did. Don't they blend well? It, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because he's so associated with the eighties. She's so associated with the sixties, but. They've got both such a unique tone, but it blends just beautifully. You can imagine her going into Clive Davis and saying, I want to, Him. S- yeah, I want to sing a song with that guy. Yeah. I play that song so many times on, on radio, but, you know, as we're really focusing on Aretha Franklin, I'm listening to those soaring runs, and, you yeah. know, it's like I've not noticed them in the past, but, wow, what, what a song, and, and it what just, vocal ability, eh? Yeah, but it just works perfectly. It's not it's not over the top, it's just whoosh, there it goes. Yeah, whoosh, there we go. Um, well, that, <laughs> that 45 minutes flew by pretty quickly, didn't it, with uh, Aretha Franklin, as always, Kel. Thanks so much for coming along and having a chat about music. Oh, my absolute pleasure. This is Dubai I 103.8. The UAE's number one talk radio station. You've been listening to a Dubai I 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai I in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.